What do you call 100 rabbits in a single file line marching backwards? 100, 100 rabbits in a single file line marching backwards. backwards. They're marching, did you say? Yes. Rabbits don't march. Um, or go backwards at all. Or getting 100 rabbit long single file line. There's problems. With this yeah, I don't know. It's tough. I'm not, I, I, um, I don't know. Yeah, hold on. Hold on. No, I, no, I do not know. A receding airline. Uh, Shit. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anything but credible. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Anything But Credible podcast, a.k.a. the ABC pod, a.k.a. episode 178, another week of quarantine, another week in the COVID corona world, but we got the whole crew with us today, so let's say what up to them uh, virtually again through face, face, uh, FaceTime. Um, we'll start with Griff, Timmy the G. What's up, dude? Timmy the G. Timmy the kid. Timmy G. How we doing? I just, I just merged like four of your nicknames together, so I'm sorry. Griff, what's up, man? What'd you say? I called you Timmy the G. I like it. I kind of like it too. (laughs) You're the G. You are the G. Uh, And then uh, you you just heard him. The the, the other, the other part of the the crew is Kill K, aka Uncle K. What's up, Keith? Yo, what up, world? Life's lit. Too lit to quit. Gang, gang. Let's get it. My name is Dukes, and as we always say, we appreciate you guys checking in for another week of weirdness, especially another week of quarantine weirdness. We, for the past few episodes, you know, they've been much shorter because there's weirdness going on, obviously, but we've been saying every week, not the normal weekly weirdness that we kind of talk about. So I think it's another week like that where we don't have a whole lot to go through. It'll be quick. Keith is bringing the theory. Before we get to that, though, oh, and we'll have a word of the random word of the day, which Keith two weeks ago had vanilla, which was super easy, and Griff did actually bombed last week's, but yeah, that's that's okay. Yeah, yeah. We'll see if you guys can get the the word of the week this week too. But before that, Keith, though, you know what I had to say about you getting vanilla? <laughs> no, I did not. Said, of course, the most vanilla dude in the world gets the word vanilla. That's true. That makes sense, doesn't it? <laughs> before that, though, Keith, you were out last week, man. Let's start with you. What's going on with you? How have you been? What's new through the through Corona life for you? And on top of that, to tag along with any of that, what we've kind of been hitting on is like any new stuff recommendations that you can give to the people out there. Uh, I have been watching nothing but, uh, cooking videos and, uh, Still, huh? shows. Yes. Still on cooking videos. On that. Um, I made my own version of Saigoons today. Oh, how was that? Yeah. Oh, dude, it was heat. So yeah. good. So, uh, for those that don't know, Cybergs is a, uh, a wing place restaurant here. Uh, they're known for a certain sauce called Cyberg sauce. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so what I did was make a buffalo chicken dip, but instead of Frank's Red Hot, I used Cyberg sauce. And then I put it in an egg roll wrapper and uh, wrapped it up and baked it in the oven. Got all nice and crispy. And then it's always served with like this sweet chili uh, sauce type deal, Thai chili sauce. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, I bought some of that, and uh, it turned out amazing. Look at you! <laughs> I'm really hungry right I now. I know. Look at you, just so like chefing, chefing up, lockdown chef up over here, dude. Dude, yeah. that's all I've been doing. I have not been doing that that much. <laughs> yeah, Griff, like, yeah. Griff, what have you been doing? You've been cooking. What are you doing, man? Uh, not. I've, I've I cooked a little in the beginning of this stuff, and then just. Yeah, Gave up. Not much <laughs> support local businesses, Tim. <laughs> I have I have supported so many local businesses. There, <laughs> there you go. Well, you've been better than me on that front. I've really been slacking. I got to be honest with you. I've been like almost on the not like I'm against it anyway, but just the the, the food intake has been more of like a, a doomsday prepper kind of thing of like let's stock up while we can, and then you know if we, still, if we go out, we go out, go out. You know what I mean? I I am stocked with all like doomsday stuff. I haven't, I haven't gotten into it because it looks awful, uh, dude. Like I, I have like forty cans of like Chef Boyardee stuff and all that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's for if the world really ends. That's for if I can't go to the grocery store. Right, dude, right, right. I'll right. tell you what, though. I put on jeans the other day. 
Oh, that button was screaming. I got to get back to work, dude. <laughs> dude. I'm thinking like, I don't even know why the fuck I wear a Fitbit right now. Cause I'm taking like maybe tops 2000 steps a day right now. Yeah. Really? I've, actually, <laughs> I've actually remained like pretty damn active. Well, yeah, like, you're out. Doing that's the only stuff. way I, I'm staying sane. Honestly, it's like good for you, man. You're out. You're out like hiking and doing float trips and shit though. I so, like hiking, bike and stuff like every day. Yeah. Yeah. But Keith, I'm with, I'm with you a little bit though. Like I, I, I legitimately haven't put on real pants in a long time, in weeks. Now that I think about it, I mean, it's just you know, I wear presentable shirts and stuff, but it's really just gym shorts and, uh, over here. So I, a lot I'm, of gym shorts, I'm a lot of gym shorts. Real Same. casual life over here. Same man. I've it's definitely been living. A very comfortable life. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, sometimes the exact same comfort for a few days. You know? Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> and but. no reason to do laundry. Yeah. yeah. I, mean, I, I also have started a first. It has started, a, created a first for me. I, I, we've talked about this before, but I am a multiple, like usually a close to three. I, my average is probably 2.9 showers a day. And uh, this. That's a lot. Yeah, I know. It's a lot. The quarantine without me getting haircuts and my hair being all crazy, I've actually like gone a little bit of time, not a lot, but a little bit of time without actually thoroughly washing my hair. It's been very yeah. interesting. It's like I'm like testing myself out in these weird well, you're new. You're not supposed to wash area. your hair like even every day. Exactly. I was actually kind of starting to get worried once I stopped washing it every single day, um, like multiple times a day. I kind of realized that Griff. I was like, oh, I'm it, doing it just this too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just. I'm, I'm actually. I, I think I'm actually washing it too too much so i'm actually le- weirdly learning about myself if you did it too much yeah. dude 100 <laughs> i think that's why i'm bald it might be because <laughs> like I, i'm a two shower a day guy and i, I also shower twice in, in normal life i, I did at least but yeah you know. but i i honestly think that's why i started losing my hair because i never knew you weren't supposed to wash your hair every day no and like i every other do day. that thing twice a day yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm there's a there's girls out there that go once a, like a once week. or twice a They'll week. Go, once yeah. Once a week. Right, oh, right, right. Oh yeah. They get they know, man. They, I was like, man, I, I I wouldn't go a week for sure, but I wish I like kind of knew. I just I just didn't do enough research. I got like two, yeah, two days. But I, yeah, I have not even definitely have not even been showering. Like, well, if if I do stuff, I shower for sure. Like, so if I'm out, right, I, right. I can. Yeah, that's but if I, on the days where I literally don't do anything, which those you know, if it's raining or something, I don't. I have not been showering. Yeah. No, Why? And that's okay. Yeah, right. Why do you just go out in the rain and that's your shower? <laughs> no, I just like I don't. I just don't <laughs> do anything. Kind of made it seem like that. I just don't do anything. So. <laughs> no need. Like yeah. the days it's raining, I just go out and I count that as my shower. Yeah, you know I said I play two to ten hours of Call of Duty a day. That's a ten-hour day. <laughs> yeah, that's, let's just say that I'm happy. Oh, oh man. Let's just say that I'm happy. I'm not wearing a Fitbit or any kind of tracking bracelet. That's all. Yeah. Um, I think that's pretty pretty common throughout this stuff. Should have just taken this damn thing off. So let me ask you, fellas. Then, uh, other than Griff, just kind of hit on, but the other thing I've been really kind of after figuring out, like asking, hey, you know, the initial question is usually something along the lines of, how are you doing? How's everything going? Then my next thing is like, what what are you doing? And we talk about this as an ongoing thing. Keith kind of started us off with sticking with the cooking stuff. Griff, you kind of just mentioned it with a little bit, you know, call video games, Call of Duty, uh, and going. You're actually like going out, being active. Is there anything else that you've kind of picked up or started getting into? Uh, today I just went. To, I was just fishing all day. Today? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Damn, uh, Griff's just living the outdoors life, man. Yeah. St. Louis, uh, like county parks reopened, so I went to Susan Park. Uh, oh. Oh, nice. And like I've lived basically like right behind Susan Park since I was in like third grade. So I fished literally thousands and thousands of times. Never caught anything like real. I think I caught one other fish, but, but today pulled in a big old bass. Because nobody's out there, man. You got, you got time, it before the people got there. I, that's what I'm thinking, dude. Yeah. It was, yeah. It was like, yeah. So now I'm two for 10,000. What's up? Nice. Kind of reminds me of your uh, trivia percentage, if you ask me personally. You better shut up. You better shut up. Hey, next episode's 180. I don't know. I mean, am I a reigning champ or just this kind of crazy to say? I'm I'm due for a win. I am due. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna lie. You Keith has been battling, but Griff, you've been you've been struggling last few specials. I think I got 
more dumb. I don't. I don't think I'm as smart. <laughs> more dumb. I got more yeah. dumb. There, yeah. Okay. Uh, for guys, I don't know if you've noticed, but the only uh, really update I have is two things. Number one, I started actually. I, I've been in taking in so many podcasts that I've actually adopted switching over and I'm starting to slowly do books now, audiobooks, which I know is not a huge mm-hmm. deal. Like, oh, cool, dude, bro, you're, you're listening to books. But for me, I, do. I don't, I, it's I just never, work, I do it all the time. yeah, it's never really a thing, though. I just, I, I usually have so many podcasts that I'm doing, but now being home and working at home and I can actually listen to stuff throughout the day, I'm slowly dipping you're into crazy. the book world, getting a little crazy. Second thing is, I don't know if you guys noticed, but I, I, I'm, the facial hair is still kind of going in certain areas. I, I, I when we talked, yeah, I, 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 uh, I basically like do the, the, the chops a bit. right. I, I cut the. I, it's like a. It, I basically did the Michael B. Jordan, but let it. I'm letting it grow, so it's not trimmed or taken care of in any way. But it's basically just a mustache, yeah. and then it's the goatee without the side connections. That's what it is. That's really what it is. The, you got chin I, hair. I trimmed mine up earlier this week. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was finding like some random ones that were like just incredibly long. I'm like, okay, I gotta actually take. I gotta do something about this. <laughs> so yeah, that's the thing. I've crossed the bridge where I am officially trimming the mustache hairs to not curl around the top, my top lip, which is it happens. Oh yeah, me out. Was, yeah, it's creepy. I, was, I don't like I it. that issue too. Yeah. Hate that. Hate you it. No, that's the flavor savers, man. <laughs> <Chris>. <laughs> that has been the weirdest thing for me is getting used to taking my my mustache is to a thickness now where I do feel it, and like when I drink something or liquid gets stuck in there it's really weird i don't it's just like i don't know how people live with a mustache forever man it's weird we talked about why people talk shit on those like but serious serious ass mustaches that like curl and shit too i know that's what i'm saying i don't know how people do it i really don't you gotta eat carefully with one of those man yeah i was thinking about that the other day honestly but people with that real thick like ron swanson mustaches do they when you bite something do you actually like lift your lips up when you bite how how do you not get just everything stuck in your in a real mustache I think you do I think, I you, think just you just do, do. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you just wipe it out afterwards you, you got to go to the bathroom you got to go to the bathroom check thing. yourself right after wow okay which i mean me being as messy of an eater as i am i have to go to the bathroom after i eat anything anyway so yeah just make sure it's not on my forehead you know yeah right right, right. <laughs> Well, for it happened. Oh, it's happened. I'm sure. Chicken wings. Tim goes to town oh. on chicken wings. Yeah. There are cocktails involved in chicken wings. My God. <laughs> uh, if, do you guys have anything else that you'd like to say, or anything else that uh, you know? I don't know. Hot topics or anything before we get on to the the little bit of weirdness that we have. Um. Nope. Uh, the only topic I have could roll us into weirdness. Um, well, Do let's it. save that for a second then, because we got to okay. give a shout out to the, the going off topic podcast. I'll let you start it. My, my thing is, I just want to say is we, we mentioned it last week with the offended podcast coming over to the end of incredible network. It was, wasn't a real, real thing. It wasn't actually legit. So I didn't want to say anything about it, but technically it's still not either because if you go to our website, they're, they're in the process of switching their, their podcast feed over. But when that's done, they will be um, joined with with the ABC Network. So that's pretty cool. We're super excited to have them. So this is, I guess, the official shout out to to keep your eyes open for everyone out there listening for the anythingbutcredible.com. They will have their own page. They'll have, you know, they'll still have the feed that you guys can go and check out and all that good stuff too. But we're going to be able to collaborate and cross, you know, just produce stuff with them, I think, a lot more and a lot more easily. And it's just going to be cool. It's just going to be a good connection. They're already doing cool stuff like Tricky's already kind of making his own web series of sorts uh which the is house. which is cool yeah i really i'm really yeah. enjoying that and you know he has that on his instagram and youtube and stuff so like go check that out like they're just doing cool stuff so it'll be fun so shout out to them and be on the lookout for the defendant podcast man but all right what uh what do you say we get into some weirdness first though let's say what up to the other podcast on the unthinkable credible network the going off topic podcast with foshi he'll tell you how and where check them out and then keith will start us off for some weekly weirdness What's going on, everybody? Kyle Fauché here from the Going Off Topic podcast, part of the Anything But Credible Network. Do you love media? Have you ever thought about your all-action team? What about if you had to choose between Will Smith's movies or his music? What media would you take with you from 1997? Have you ever pictured two actors switching roles in an alternate dimension? These are just some of the topics you will hear on the Going Off Topic podcast. You can find us anywhere you get your podcasts and on social media. On Facebook at Going Off Topic with Kyle Fauché, on Twitter at going underscore off underscore topic 
and on the new Instagram, Going Off Topic Podcast. Also find all the blogs and previous episodes on anythingbutcredible.com. Until next time, keep it off topic. All right, let's get to it. A little bit of the weird stories out there that are happening uh, that you might have heard about, might not, probably not have heard about. Keith, start us off, man. What do you got? Okay, I really hope I didn't steal one of you guys' uh, stories, but uh, the U.S. government finally came with three videos of UFOs. Yeah, sure. Yes, they did. Yes, they did. Tom DeLong, man. Yeah. What the fuck? He was proven right. What? Well, right, because these are the same three videos that the Navy said something about like months ago, I think. And they were like, yeah. we, we can't explain them and they're real or whatever. And so we want the Pentagon now just put that out saying, agreeing basically that they're unexplained phenomenon. Yeah. So I haven't fucking Tom DeLong, man. I haven't. I know, dude. I haven't. I thought he was absolutely crazy on Rogan's podcast. Well, so here's the thing. Here's my question. Me too. <laughs> I haven't read too, too much into it, but why was this released though? Like why, why though? Because I, I think it was just so widespread, you know, these videos that for them to continue denying them and not saying anything kind of like takes away their credibility. Cause they also have like uh, the, the one fighter pilot's been on like Joe Rogan and stuff. Is that the same? And is like, that the same instances that they were referring to? What, his video, I think, is one of the three. Wow, yeah, that's yeah. wild. I didn't know that. See, I didn't uh, know that. That's and like crazy. that guy just seems unbelievably credible. You know? Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Opposite right. of us. And then, so uh, were the other two specifically what Tom DeLonge was talking about? Is it was the three videos that he like made big, basically? Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, I didn't know that he was like directly connected to them. It, he is. Tom DeLonge is the reason that the United States government has admitted that UFOs exist. <laughs> Did he have to like do a Freedom of Information Act or something? Uh, probably, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, his, his To the Stars Academy or whatever is like behind this shit. Yeah. It's, Dude. it's nuts. Sue was writing songs, weird songs about aliens in like 1996. And no one was listening. Right. <laughs> but. And then went on Joe Rogan, like everyone, if you haven't, I mean, if you haven't caught it, it just sounded like a complete lunatic, like just way I, out there. I couldn't listen to the whole podcast. It was tough. Even yeah, Joe, it was hard. Even and Joe, I listened to the entire Alex Jones podcast. I mean, even Rogan, so though, is, like <laughs> very, one of the very few times where even Rogan, when he's talking to somebody is like, dude, what the fuck are you talking Reel about? Reel it back in. Yeah, psycho. right. right. <laughs> yeah. One of the few but, times. So, wow. I didn't realize that they were directly connected like to to uh-huh. that conversation that is actually pretty wild and i i saw glimpses of the like i didn't watch the video any videos or anything i saw pictures but nothing that nothing that made me say whoa this is insane like how are you guys feeling about this as a whole i don't know okay when i watched the youtube video of the rogan interview with the pilot and like as he's explaining it and you're seeing the footage at that point it's like okay this is this is pretty crazy i need to check that out cuz that dude explains it so well like how all this doesn't make sense, you know? Like yeah. How to just stop and start, you know, at the actual yeah. physics behind it. Almost like physically impossible. Like no, yeah. like, like the accelerations and the, like, it would make like 90 degree turns without slowing down. Hmm. Like physically, we don't understand how anything could move like that. So it's wild. Man, Keith, how you feel about all of it? Are you, are you somebody who thinks that, you know, <laughs> Real deal, Holyfield, or a little bit of I manipulation mean, here? Like, where are you at? I don't, I don't even know how where you stand on UFOs, to be honest. Dude, where I don't really know where I stand on UFOs. I mean, that's fair. I believe in aliens, so I guess I believe in UFOs. You know, sure. but it's it's yeah, but aliens is like a mathematical. It's almost impossible to not believe in aliens mathematically, but UFOs is almost the reverse, right? Okay, like to believe but, that they to believe that they've gotten here is also very very improbable. Or, I don't know. Come, come down and give us a fucking cure for this thing. I need sports. <laughs> well, so here, yeah. here's the other thing, though, is that the other side of this, though, is a lot of people thinking that, like, are these just super government-created things, not alien things, that but is like, actually just secret project the, stuff, you know what I mean? But the thing is, like, you, God, we have to be so much further along than we... Like, you listen to, like, any theoretical physicist, people like that, and they're like, the only things that could make things move like this would be like warp drives and things that we should be like hundreds okay. of years away from not like 
you know, the U.S. government normally has things up their sleeve that's like 15 years away tops, probably. Yeah. You know? Not like this shit is like just so theoretical to even be possible. Yeah. So, I hear you. Yeah, I hear you. The, I hear you. It's the, just wild, man. The stealth plane and these UFOs are two different beasts, you know? Like, yeah. It's crazy. I'm interested, and 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 I think I've I've, heard, I've seen a lot of people on social media kind of saying the same thing of like, it's just so crazy with the virus and everything that that kind of news didn't get any of the hype that it. Would. I know. I'm yeah. interested to see what happens throughout the course of this year, though. Like, it will it pick I up mean, some real steam. It has to. That's literally how I heard about it at first. Nick was that I saw a meme saying, like, only during the coronavirus does the U.S. government admitting to UFOs like get covered up. Like, yeah. You don't even hear about it. And I was like, wait, what? Did the U.S. government hear about UFOs? So I heard about it through a coronavirus. <laughs> Man. And then, I Googled, and then I Googled it and read about it. But yeah. Yeah. Wild. Wild, wild, wild. It's truly, 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 truly. Well, I got a wild story, but it's not on the anywhere near the level of, of the government releasing UFO um, confirmation. That's, basically. that's hard to beat. Uh, that's, that's, that's hard to beat. <laughs> Um, this is actually a story, though, guys, that we haven't talked about in so long. I have not busted out the hate list in a long time. And <laughs> a lot of? It is officially back. Even through all the craziness and the virus that's happening, there are still some extremely lucky people out there. Shout out to all of you who are either crazy enough or just balling enough. That through the market crashing and economy slightly looking terrifying, that you're out there still playing the lottery. I mean, honestly, though, just just shout oh. out to you, dude. Uh, their sales might their sales might go up. <laughs> it's, like, it's crazy. Dude, I'll t- I'll tell you a quick story. Okay. I had to get gas one day, <laughs> and I sat behind this dude getting eighteen different lottery tickets. He hate him. Fucking hate him. <laughs> All his different numbers and everything, and like kept looking back, but like never apologizing. Just seeing. Just seeing the fucking line wrap around the store because we have to be six feet apart just keeps going on with his lottery fucking ticket order. Oh, it was so frustrating. Like, oh, you guys get so mad? Fr- I don't care. I don't care. It's <laughs> like, what if he won, though? What if he won a lot of money, though? Uh, he needs to be punched in the mouth. Those 18 people should have jumped him and taken his yeah. shit. Yeah. yeah, seriously, though. Uh, so this is a shout out to uh, Joe. He, he's only known as Joe B because apparently in Colorado you don't have to disclose that information if you're a winner. He won a one million dollar lottery jackpot twice too bad. on the same day. Twice? Yep, a little over a month ago. Let's see. This was in March, so we're we just started May, so a little bit over there. Uh, let's see, uh, Colorado. He hit the jackpot twice after playing the same numbers. The exact same numbers for 30 years. So I got to give this guy more credit on the hate list than other people. Cause this is how, not, secure, how secure is the lottery. Uh, he's got yeah. the same thing for 30 Anybody watch McMillions? years. I did. I'm, I, I kind of doubt everything now. Yeah, yeah. I agree. So this but is, he hit the same. How do you hit it twice on the same day? Well, so on the same numbers. So here's what it says. It says, uh, Joe B won, was the winner of the $1 million Powerball jackpot on March 25th. He claimed the winnings on that Friday. Uh, the winning tickets were sold on Lake Avenue at two different stores. <laughs> two different stores sold the exact same printout ticket. Is that possible? I have. No, I don't know if I've ever heard of that, actually. This seems shady. Now I feel like I'm getting cheated. So he it's bought he, numbers. He, he bought only one ticket. He only paid for one ticket, but two stores printed those same numbers. How... So here it says, the Colorado uh, Lottery received approval earlier this month to process winning tickets worth 10000 or more at a touch-free drive-thru claim uh, claim office. So th- And that's all it says. That's in an article. Like, it's straight up. He, he, he bought one ticket and two different gas stations printed that same one. I had, I don't, have you guys ever heard of that before? No. Why? No. I also don't, like, play the lottery ever. So Yeah, same here. So this is like a next level luck, though, because you do get lucky that you won the one million. That's huge. But then that's like a different. It's hard to say a different form of luck because obviously it, it's all luck. But do you know what I mean? It's almost like you, you didn't like most of the stories that we talk about. It's somebody goes, buys a ticket and then they go and they buy another one somewhere else or they come back to the same one and, or they win something off of that same ticket. It's like you're still 
doing two actions. This guy only did one action, but got none of this twice makes the pay, any sense to me. Twice the payout. Yeah. Hey, what? <laughs> I mean, good for him. Shout yeah. out to Joe B in Colorado. If you're listening, Joe. Joe B, man. Good for you, man. Take advantage, and also like good for you for you're just you're just COVID's not slowing down. You're you're gambling. Like good for you, man. <laughs> hopefully, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hopefully, you can spread some of that for the for the for the ones out there who are not. I don't know. I would still say gambling right now is probably not the smartest move. But hey, you do you guys. You do you. The yeah, stimulus. If you get that stimulus check, goes towards some scratchers, man. You do, you do, you. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Yeah, I bought boring ass tires with it. You know how much? Because twelve hundred bucks can get you a lot of scratch offs. Just saying. Yes, you can. Yes, indeed. Griff, do you have any weirdness? I got one. Okay, let's hear. Um, okay, so I'm not gonna go into any details because I don't have the story pulled up. And I'm just kind of going off the top of my dome, something I read earlier. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> I don't feel like I'm back to the story. Uh, it's in Sweden, so that's kind of specific. Okay. Um, Good memory. So there's some like big festival celebration thing that happens, I think, apparently all over Scandinavia. Um, I think it's supposed to be this weekend or it's, com- it's coming up. Uh, and it causes like festivals and, you know, all of the Like places. Mardi Gras. Yeah, yeah, kind of. But I think even more widespread. Um, and so some Swedish village where it's normally like very big. Uh, so Sweden does not have like a stay-at-home order or they're not doing any of that stuff. Uh, people are kind of like self-isolating, but they are one of the countries that hasn't really put anything into effect. Uh, and But to stop people from coming to this village to do this you know, this festival, their solution is they're going to fertilize, and I'll put that in air quotes, uh, all the grass around the place, all the lawns around the place where people normally congregate with a, a lot of chicken shit. What? Oh, God. What? They're, putting, they're putting chicken shit everywhere. What? To stop people from, from celebrating. First off, the thought of saving chicken shit in enough chicken shit to yeah. get all these lawns of gross. Oh, terrible. The Swedish apparently stockpile chicken shit. Oh that my, is also something. Oh my god. Oh my god. Chickens, then, chicken turds cannot be big. That has to be so much poop though. Like chicken, chicken poop has to be tiny, right? Yeah. The mayor was apparently like, yeah, we get a chance to fertilize all the lawns and <laughs> hopefully no, and it smells really bad so no one's gonna come. But wait, are chickens real or are they robots? Ooh. Uh, well, they don't fly. They're flightless birds, so yeah, I guess they're real. Flightless birds are real. If, <laughs> okay. if, if, it, if it flies, it lies. Okay. No, yeah. If it flies, yeah. it spies. Is that what you said? If, if it, that's right. If it flies, it spies. Also, yeah. it yeah. flies. All of the above. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag birds aren't real. <laughs> Why specifically chickens, though? Is they just have a lot of them? I guess, yeah. I don't know. They're, they're big into poultry out there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll take it. I don't know. Yeah. That I gotta I, be honest with you though. It's just wouldn't you want something from like an animal that has a lot of poop? Like horses poop a lot. Or y- you know, I don't know. I, I feel like around here we use like yeah, like uh there's horse shit and like cow shit is like largely used from <laughs> newer out here. But we're a beef country, you know? Maybe Sweden's That's true. Chicken, they're a chicken country. I just feel like chicken is, they're not as fat as us too. I, I just feel like chicken poop has to be like bunny poop, where it's just so tiny. It's almost. I, mean, I feel our, like it's like. I mean, I feel like it's like. I'm imagining it's like normal bird poop, right? So like, you think it's, it's liquid? Like, yeah, liquid. liquid. Oh, it's you're right. I didn't think about that. Oh my yeah. god, that's gross. Dear God, so they like, spread that spread that all over the place. It's like, yeah, you know, dude, like just think of like your five lawn. buckets. Yeah, Is it white. Like, you think it's white? No, I don't know. No, it's definitely brown. But do you think they're just putting it through like a sprinkling system? <laughs> like, sprinkle it out uh-huh. like your lo- lo- yeah. your water in the lawn. I don't know. <laughs> it's the sweetest shit sprinkler. <laughs> oh, that's so. Oh my god! Do you think they just have like a water tower of shit for emergencies like this? I kind of think so now. Like, if we got to keep people away, <laughs> okay. I wouldn't think so before, but. You know, maybe they had it for 
in case protests or anything ever happened, it'd be like, I don't know. I was, it's right. got to be know, saving it for something. I mean, that's a, literally thinking outside the box. There, sweet. Yeah, that's <laughs> for sure. That's for yeah. sure. Definitely outside of the box. Wow. Well, okay. What'd you call it? You called it the Swedish chicken shit sprinkler? Is that what you I called it? A Swedish shit sprinkler. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's interesting. Okay, so here's the other thing. There's a common term when you call somebody scare something, you call them a chicken shit, right? Yeah. Yeah. What? <laughs> Is that just like two words put together, or do you think that has an actual meaning behind it? Like why do I don't you, know, and they're trying they're they're trying to scare people away with chicken shit. It's like it's is that a, I feel like back in the day was this is this like a known method? <laughs> I don't I don't I maybe I don't know. But like I'm they're just, using I'm chicken shit. Ignorant. They're using chicken shit to scare people from not congregating together. I kind of mm-hmm. feel like the term chicken shit has to imply some really old school deep rooted meaning behind it it's just a, like you're scared to go you fucking chicken shit right yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah right right maybe like maybe. back in the medieval days that's what they like threw on people maybe, sweet, maybe sweet <laughs> this is wild griff you might have just you might have just uh, discovered a whole new thing with that <laughs> I'm, I'm like legitimately interested i'm gonna google that after this right. you're gonna google chicken shit yeah like the true I suggest do not Google sweetest shit sprinkler. <laughs> You're gonna get something else. I'm gonna put my Google filter on first. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't search images on either one. Yeah. Of yeah. Go straight to video or no? You don't think so? I'm new grin, man. I Not great. Okay. Yeah. Uh, does anybody else have any weirdness before we get onto the theory? That's all. I got nothing. All right, man. Let's get on to the theory. Before we do that, though, we always do a random word of the week. For us, it is, we usually use merriamwebster.com. Fellas, I'm going to pronounce this like I usually do, and then I usually butcher the shit of it. I'm going to play it back. You guys can't hear the playback, but myself and all the listeners will be able to hear it. So I'll re-pronounce it correctly after I, I play it back. So let's hear it. See, uh, word of the day today is... Uh, Appalachian. I'm pretty sure that's right. I'm pretty sure I know this word. Appalachian. Let, let's let's take a listen real quick. You know what's really, 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 really weird? What? I've literally been sitting here. You're drawing mountains? Yeah. Why? <laughs> why? Why? Because I'm, I'm a weirdo. <laughs> but, Is that where you want to be? Yeah. And, or do you just really want Mountain Dew? No, I'd like to be in the mountains right now. Uh, <laughs> You're my Keith. <laughs> but, and you come up here in the word of the day is Appalachian, like as I'm drawing mountains. Found that weird. It, it, it actually uh, is kind of weird. Um, that is strange. Appalachian. Yeah. Uh, Appalachian as in something coming from or deriving from the area of the Appalachian Mountains. That's actually States. not true, though. This is a, oh. th- this is a noun, and um, no, that's not the, technically, no. That's not what this is. Okay, it's a mountain in Appalachia. <laughs> <laughs> um, Keith, do you have? You want to take a shot at this? Because that's not. Uh, it is an area in the United States. I have no idea. Okay, so, uh, or, or some kind of way of living, maybe. I don't know. Well, no, but it's a noun. Yeah, it's a oh. noun. Mm-hmm, it is. Okay. So I have no idea. It is a geographical name. Griff was on the on the. Right road there, but not quite what he was saying. Um, it actually says two definitions. Number one is an identifying name or title, a designation, which that's interesting. And the second one is a geographical name um, under which a wine grower is authorized to identify and market wine. Huh? <laughs> Did you know? Did you know? No. No. Me neither. Griff, where your mind went is not wrong, but. Yet again, this week, I'm sorry to say. You guys are both wrong. Boo. Damn. Appalachian. Who would have thought? All right, guys, what do you say? Let's get on to the uh, theory of the week. Keith, what do you got for us this week, man? Okay, this week, boys, we're going to talk about the art industry. Like A-R-T? Yes, art. Let's go. Okay, boys, the art industry is the $67 billion industry that is largely unregulated and somewhat untraceable. 
True that. Did you also know, Keith? Did you also know that Griff just happened to be drawing mountains as you said this? What is going on? Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Look at that beautiful art. Beautiful art. Wow, is that a river? That's a river coming out of the mountain. That's a mountain. A a mountain stream. Yeah. (laughs) Nice, dude. Sorry, Keith. Go ahead. Um. So that is why criminals are using it to launder money. Whoa. Okay. So they buy bullshit modern art pieces for millions of dollars through many different methods. So you can buy them through auction houses, private sales, and from galleries themselves or the artists. You know, I guess that would be a private sale. Um, so they sell these pieces, then they have you know, two options. They can sit on it as a legitimate asset, even though it was bought with dirty money, or they just go to the private market and sell it, and then their money is completely laundered after that. It's good money after that. So it's kind of getting into the space of this is just the easiest way to launder money. So that's why you see all, all these uh, artworks going for millions of dollars. And I think something sold not too long ago. I forget. It was a famous artist, but it was like $500 million or something like that. I yeah. mean, yeah, I just set a record. I think we might've talked about it before. Actually, I can't remember I who it was, we, but I think we did. Was, so, it, like a, was it like a, like a Da Vinci or, it, it was a popular artist that I don't know because I'm not cultured. I'm, I'm really not either. I just know. <laughs> yeah. But those, those, those uh, medieval fuckers go for a lot of money. I know that much. Oh, yeah. But this is also used for uh, tax evasion as well. Renaissance. So, yeah, no, that makes total sense. So they can also buy these pieces of art and then um, donate it or loan it to uh, art galleries or museums across the uh, country and if it appraises for $5 million or whatever and they donate it, that's also a big tax deduction. Sure. So, no, I mean, it makes it's, it's, a tax it's, makes de- it's a tax deduction? Yeah, if you donate it to a museum oh, if you and donate it's appraised it. for, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, whatever it's appraised for, it's a big time tax write-off. Well, so I, I mean, art is subjective, right? Exactly, so like, yeah. yeah. Like you could make something that is literally worth nothing, and like if you get the right person, all of a sudden something that's worth nothing is worth a million dollars, and you just want, you could launder a million dollars of drug money just like that. Yeah. You oh know, yeah. You don't. I, it actually makes like complete. It weirdly, it makes me feel really dumb that I didn't ever actually think of that angle because you're right, Griff. It's it's literally a, a person on the other end. So, like, you know, when, when you sell, like, you go to a gas station and you buy that candy bar, right? That candy bar is priced right. to make some money, but it's also priced because it has a cost going into the actual creation of it. This is There's like a supply and demand. And but this like is literally acid, just you know, a, another person saying that I agree that that dollar amount that you're saying is what it should yeah. be. So if, 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 if both parties just wink, wink, agree that it's going to be $10 million. It's gonna be ten million dollars. How how have I never put this together before? Who is who is oh. to say that it's not right? Right, like, because exactly. from there from then on out, it's it's value. It's appraised at ten million dollars to start with, yeah. and obviously it can depreciate or increase over time. But only if you have people looking at it, though. Like if we're talking it, about Keith, if you and I are laundering money, and you say, "Hey, I'm gonna give you that for ten like. It's only going to go up or down if I have somebody say, hey, will you look at this and tell me if it's real or not, right? But if I don't have anybody look at that and I just say, oh, that's a $10 million, like, you'd almost have to be investigate. I don't know. Is there, like, an investigation unit that, that is, like, checking out to see if there's I mean, real art happening? Because I, I've read and heard some podcasts and stories about how people are faking art to sell money, but it's not really, like, a laundry thing. It's, it's a money scheme, Yeah, you know? There definitely is. Like, the FBI definitely does have, like, a like department for that, but I think you know it's probably. But that is—is is that like trademark things? No, they they have one like replicated, final, replicated stuff. Because I've seen something about kind of what Nick was just talking about, where like certain experts will say something's like a Da Vinci or something. Yeah, and like everybody, and so it immediately jumps up millions and millions of dollars in value. Yeah, and like other people will be like, 
like, you know, so many other people will say that is absolutely not. Right. You know, so you have people that are. Yeah. Yeah, but lying. Is it selling stuff that's saying it's something that's not? But my point is, does anybody like really know what anything is actually worth in the art industry? Like, no, and that's what I was saying no. is that even if the government has this unit, how would that unit even be able to make the rule that like, yeah, that's official and that's not like I'm with you, kind of Keith, is that even uh, if no, you I have the top top experts, they still can't like 100 percent say that is not worth 10 million dollars. You're with the value. I think you're right. Yeah. Like, like I could sell Grifford Scribble there, the mountains for, you know, a million dollars. How dare you? Scribble, he said. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> He's been doodling on that for 40 minutes now. Keep. It's, it's I'm gorgeous. sorry. I'm sorry. I should have used doodle, not scribble. Keep Continue on though, please. But like, yeah. who's to say, like, I buy that for a million dollars and then, but I guess you need somebody else to value it at a million dollars in order to sell it to clean. I think you need to get like a consensus and like, there's probably like to really have it valued at that. And like for people to really accept it, there's probably like auction houses and places like that. that Yeah, that's true. That you need to be on board. But still, I think there's a lot of wiggle room for some, you know, fuckery. Yeah. But like, when when you buy something at an auction, like I know people don't have to be there, you know they can have somebody that works at the auction house bid for them, yeah, up to like whatever they said as their price they want it on. Yeah. But when you go to pay, does it matter where the payment comes from? That's what I wonder. Um, or is it just as long as they get paid? You know what I mean? I don't mean? think so. I know for a fact that like at least my dad used to weirdly he still does. He loves like the. Have you guys ever watched the Barrett Jack, uh, Barrett Jackson or Jackman? Um, yeah, the, the big cars. cars. A little bit. Nobody's ever. Yeah. They only let like fifty people in those things. Everybody else is buying like virtually or over the phone. Yeah, I'm pretty sure at least. I, I'm, yeah. I'm positive, but yeah. So I, Keith, I don't know the answer to that, but it sure as hell from what I've seen seems like you don't necessarily need a certain like proofing or. I don't think you need proof that your money's decent, but just like anything else, like. You, the one with the dirty money, if you go out and buy a $10 million painting and you shouldn't have $10 million, that's going to raise flags. That's true. That's yeah. true. I wasn't really thinking about that angle. Like, yeah, if you're, yeah. if you're, even if you, you launder that, yeah, you're right. Like, it's still, somebody's going to keep that's eye true, open. But I mean, as, as a drug dealer, you can go walk into any car dealership with a bag full of money and buy a car. The car dealership's probably going to take it. But now you've just, you know, raise a billion red flags over your own ass. Yeah, but I'm also wondering what if you like uh, buy it privately? See, that's I think where there's room for a lot of fuckers. That's where I was kind of talking more on the yeah. private. like, And then you sell it at an auction or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what, Keith, that's what I was kind of thinking like if you and the scenario where you and I were in on something together and we air quotes privately transfer, you know what I mean? Like that's kind of what I was yeah. the, art, the art world is so weird with that though. Uh, there, you might need like a way to prove how you got it and stuff, though. Because I know there's been a ton of stuff over the years uh, of paintings that were like stolen uh, by the Nazis and stuff. Yeah, will, re- will resurface, and like that causes all types of stuff. So, like, uh, I think like like certain like Jewish families have like gotten their stuff back, you know? Yeah, uh, but I'm also stolen, talking about like more stuff. modern art, not like. Yeah, right. Because that's you know I can that's give you when a, it's yeah, up for interpretation and right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you, that, pro- I mean, for to truly be valued at that and respected as that value, there's probably people of some like renown that you need to to say that. Well, no, yeah. That. The other thing happens like even to 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 hit off of that, Keith. What you're saying is like even somebody who's modern art, but you don't know who the artist is like Banksy. How do you even go about that? You don't actually even know who the person is or the creator. You really have no idea. Well, I guess we might be getting stuck up on like the really high price point. What about like smaller price point stuff? True. True. Something true. that's like truly worthless, but I'm saying is worth, you know, $5,000 here, $5,000 there. That's true. And I'm just cranking out these $5,000 pieces. I also wonder that if, would be a, a real way to do it. Yeah, you're right. You're right. If it's like a marketing thing too, if you just get one person to back the artist you're laundering with, yeah, no, for sure. That's like credited. You can yeah. 
Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You get a little percentage maybe in there, just a cosign. Oh, for sure. I yeah. could definitely see that. That makes total sense to me. Guys, huh. should we move to New York and get into the art world or no? Uh, probably not. Um, have you guys seen that that movie was on Netflix for a minute with Jake Gyllenhaal? It's looking pretty good. Yes, I have seen it. That was wild. Yeah, that was a weird, <laughs> weird movie. What movie? Saw something? No, what was it called? What was that called? It was Jake Gyllenhaal. Uh, he was like an art. Uh, I thought it was Buzzsaw or something. Let's see if I can look it up here. Um, it, it, it's not on um, Netflix anymore, right? I mean, I'm sure it is. You'd have to search for it. It's just not like trending. I've never heard of it. It is called, um, yep, Velvet Buzzsaw. Velvet Buzzsaw, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Look, look that one up, Griff. You, you'd like, I think you'd get a kick out of that. Sounds very, it's a weird name. Oh, it's it a, was a strange a weird movie. movie. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Am I, am I looking to it? Yeah. Velvet Buzzsaw. So, Keith, you, I, I love this theory, by the way. This is one of those that's like hiding in plain sight right b- before my eyes, and it makes me feel so stupid for not even really thinking about it. But start us off and hit us with some percentages. Like, where are you at? How do you feel about this? Uh, I am like 100% behind this. I also don't think it has to be like drug money. I also think there's another angle, like more of a white collar angle. To where you're making dirty money either through like arms sales or, you know, something like that. Or just tax evasion too with the fine art world as well. You know, so I'm 100%. I think something's, something's up with a $67 billion industry that's largely unregulated. Yeah, it definitely seems like it could be something white collar like illegal trading, insider trading, something, something just super like... You know, above most people's even realm of air quotes dirty money. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I yeah, agree, I agree with you, Griff. Where are you at? You on a hundred percent on this? This is probably one of a higher percentage for you. Yeah, my dog's really coming along. That's where I'm at. Um, <laughs> can't wait to see the finished product. Uh, no, I mean, I think it's a hundred. It's not even like up for debate. It's one hundred percent true. Keith uh, brought the. It might be the first ever hundred from Griff. Good for you. I mean, because this this is not like is the moon real? <laughs> well, it's not. Yeah, stop it. Uh, I mean, you weren't on our variety candy bag not, episode, so the I moon don't know, thing's man. ridiculous. But birds, fuck them, they're not real. But uh, <laughs> gotta draw the line somewhere. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's just such an obvious way to be able to launder money. I mean, it's definitely done without up. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean. I'm not saying the entire art industry is fraudulent, but I'm saying there are elements of fraud that are in there, and for sure. Yeah, I agree with you, Griff. I'm going 100% too. So I, I just think, especially the more we talked about it, and the further we drilled down into, like, there's definitely got to be scenarios of selling and buying and exchanges that just don't hit, the, that can easily not hit the books. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's yeah. got to be. It's got to be. So, yeah, I'm... I'm with you too, and I actually really uh, agree with you, Keith, on the on the white collar aspect. I just feel like it's something that's not, you know, you're not, you're not probably. T- and I really like what Griff was saying. Like, you're not even probably talking about those big paintings that are going for five hundred million. You know, you're probably talking about ten thousand here, you know, twenty maybe five. You know, just kind of like a, a, a like a low in my mind, without knowing any of the rules and regulations, like a low budget dealer could. I feel like could definitely yeah, make some well- moves. I also like the point that Griffin brought up with the Banksy too, because like he's known for like selling his artworks on the street for like twenty dollars a piece, right. and then you know those people are millionaires overnight when they figure it out. Yeah, you right. know, so that's even the angle too. Like, but oh, then it I also opens up a whole other avenue because then you don't know who that person is. So Griff could just make a copy and say this is a Banksy thing, and. Right, you know what I mean. It opens up a whole other avenue when you don't know who that actual person well, is. Dude, what if Banksy is just a front for the cartel to launder money? There's definitely some Banksy theories out there for sure. By the way, dude, I'm writing down Banksy theory. Yeah, <laughs> next week. There's definitely yeah, that's, some. yeah. Look at that. Have you guys seen my exit through the gift shop? No. Uh. Uh-uh. So, years ago, but. 
I couldn't even tell you what it's about, but watch it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, All right. Well, well, there you go. Three one hundreds. What do you guys think out there? Hit us up. Anythingbutcredible.com is the site. Anythingbutcredible at gmail.com. Or you can hit us up on the socials. We want to hear from you. Keith, good stuff. Is there an official name for this? Uh, If not, we can always come up with one by the time this comes out. Mm-hmm. The heist. The heist. Oh, I want something with the art heist or something. We'll give you a little bit. You and Griff always okay. like to come up with something clever for your for your name. So I'll, I'll let you yeah. guys go with it. Got you. All right, let's do it. Before we get out of here, let's get shout outs. Uh, Griff, why don't you start us off? Because I will expect you to show us your ending on your on your picture you've been drawing the whole time too please it's pretty good um <laughs> shout out to i mean again everybody in the healthcare you know everybody that's doing on the front lines of this stuff um everybody that has managed to stay home stay sane throughout this you know yeah yeah good on you um I mean, i'm drawing a blank other than that so <laughs> okay. Keith? Um. Yeah, my shout out is actually going to be to the world this week. Okay. Um. Sometimes. I I feel like uh, no war is about to break out or, or nothing crazy is going on. We have one enemy and the world is fighting it. So uh, shout out to the world for being somewhat peaceful during this time. I like it. I like it. I'm going to go very specific on my shout outs this week because it uh, is my mom's birthday, which uh, already happened by the time this comes out. And then also shout, shout out. out to every anybody who is celebrating Cinco de Mayo. We will be passing that oh, this upcoming week. So it's not going to be the normal celebration, but if you are celebrating, you know, shout out to you guys. Have a good time. Uh, and that's really it. So we'll... Uh, what do you guys say? We'll get out of here, man. Uh, everybody who's listening, we appreciate you so much, especially through the through the virus and all that stuff. If you're quarantining, but you're spending part of your quarantine with us, you know, we would appreciate it. Check us out. Hit us up uh, anywhere on the socials. We're there. I already said the website, anythingbecredible.com. Don't forget about any, or podcastmo, podcastmo.com. And uh, do us a favor, if you're listening, wherever you're listening, hit that subscribe button. We appreciate it. Stay tuned. Next time will be episode 179, I guess. Is this 178 or 9? This is 178. Okay, so we still got two left for uh, for 180. So we're creeping up on the special episode. You don't want to miss that in my pure domination. Uh, but we still got a little bit of time before that. Until then, <laughs> we'll catch you for 179. Uh, until next time, stay safe. Stay sane. Talk to your friends like we're doing on FaceTime. We'll catch you next time. But Keith, you got a joke to take us out on? I sure do. Uh, did you know if you rearrange the letters in post office, or they get really annoyed? <laughs> what? 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 No, I got what? it. <laughs> <laughs> what? So if you go into the post office and rearrange all the letters, they have organized and get pissed off. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh that one made me legitimately stop thinking. It made me mad. <laughs> I actually stopped thinking. <laughs>